Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome to episode number 133 of the Cheese Stakes and Controllers podcast, presented by Fox PHL The Gambler, 102.5 FM, 1480 AM, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can hear this voice every single week talking about the latest and greatest in video games and competitive gaming. Got Evo coming up in August. Very excited about that. Uh, a bunch of stuff we're going to be talking about this week uh, in regards to two major uh, publishers and uh, well, I guess one major publisher and one major franchise that had some news come out this week. We're going to focus on those. Uh, the first one uh, we're going to get into Capcom uh, franchises because there's been some talk uh, during the shareholders meeting about you know potential uh, reworkings of some famous franchises. And I'd like to throw a couple more names into the mix if i could uh and then we're in the second third segments of the show we're going to talk about mortal kombat one and go through uh the selections of the roster so far including cameos and the main roster and then my picks for who i think uh will make the playable roster or who uh will only be a cameo at best or who won't show up at all um mocap fans unfortunately um, I've got some bad news for you as far as this episode goes, but um, we'll get into that later on. First and foremost, let's talk about Capcom, because uh, earlier this week, the shareholders meeting, the, it was annual, share, maybe quarterly, shareholders meeting took place uh, over there in Japan, and somebody asked about a few different franchises, uh, one being Onimusha, one being Sengoku Basara, and one being Mega Man. Uh, and the Mega Man one in particular set off some alarm bells for folks uh, because it mentioned how Mega Man is a storied franchise for uh, Capcom and how they're always looking to make new games, but they need new concepts and stuff like that. Um, and it got a lot of people's minds racing as to what might be the next part of the Capcom uh, of Capcom's historic franchise. Their words, not mine. Um, and it got me thinking, if they're thinking about Mega Man and other franchises too, what else could we have asked them about if we were in that meeting? What other games um, or franchises that they are uh, familiar with or they, they develop, they have in-house, uh, should they also be exploring? Um, I have a couple of ideas here, um, some of which have not been revisited for a while, some of which have been revisited fairly recently, but could still use uh, perhaps a new game as opposed to a remake or a, re a redo uh, that um, might tip off one of the things you're about to hear in this segment. Uh, but first and foremost, I can't go without mentioning it. Um, I will scream it from the rooftops. Uh, I just want a new Marvel vs. Capcom game, please. And there seems to be a lot of smoke 
in that regard because uh, first and foremost, Ultimate Marvel 3 is in the Evo lineup for this year, which I, me- I mentioned Evo at the beginning of the show. And now, this week, apropos of nothing, out of nowhere, I got an email from Marvel Entertainment telling me to watch Evo. Now, why would they be doing that if the only thing they wanted was for us to watch a competition for a 12-year-old game? I'm happy to do that. Love Ultimate Marvel 3. I'm probably going to watch it anyway. But there has to be something else, right? They can't just be like, hey, watch Evo. You should watch it if they wouldn't have something planned. Now, is it possible that they could have other games uh you know, available there. Like, I know they have the mobile game Contest of Champions, which is technically a fighting game. Might that show up at Evo 2 in, in some regard? Maybe on the show floor or whatever? Yeah, probably. Uh, maybe that's just what they're talking about. But uh, they're telling me to watch Evo, not to go to Evo. So I am holding out hope that Marvel vs. Capcom uh, might have a thing, or at least the Versus series in general might have a thing to talk about at Evo. I have no idea. Um, I would also like to put in Capcom versus SNK into this little part as well. Uh, basically, the crossover fighters for Capcom were amazing, and whether it's a you know collection that brings them back, uh, a Marvel collection and a Cap- an SNK collection, or new games in either franchise, I think it's been long enough. And Capcom and SMK seem to be cool now, so we definitely get that one. We're not definitely that 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 one definitely seems like a possibility. Marvel versus Capcom after Infinite, who knows? But there seems to be new leadership at Disney, um, and I will talk to whoever I need to talk to to get that to happen. Um, I have no pull. I have very little pull. Um, no pull at all. Uh, not very little. But uh, I would love to see that. So um, Marvel vs. Capcom and by proxy Capcom vs. SNK definitely won. I would like to. I wish someone would have asked about. Uh, they did ask about Onimusha, which is great. I think Onimusha would be a great um, new deserves definitely deserves a great new game uh, in the near future. I know they have the one coming out. Kami, uh, what the heck was it called? It was revealed at Xbox. Um, I think it was Capcom. It's Kami. Uh, uh, what the heck is the name of that game? Um, oh, Kutsinu, Kunitsugami, Path of the Goddess, not Kami. Kunitsugami, Path of the Goddess uh, was revealed at the Xbox Showcase, which very much had Onimusha vibes, but wasn't Onimusha. Much in the same way that Exo Primal had Dino Crisis vibes until it wasn't Dino Crisis. Um, so another Onimusha game would be awesome. I'm all about that. Uh, Dino Crisis, I mentioned it. Uh, it used to be that Dino Crisis and Resident Evil were companions using the same engine. One, you were fighting uh, zombies. The other, you were fighting dinosaurs. Resident Evil continued on. Dino Crisis fell by the wayside. Not sure why that is, but I would like to see that return in an official setting. A, a full survival horror. Imagine a survival horror in like the Resident Evil 4 remake style. Uh, or even the first person RE7 and 8 style. But dinosaurs instead of zombies. That would be fantastic. Um, maybe there's more development challenges and making giant reptiles as opposed to walking, shambling humans. But uh, if they want to give that a shot, they should go right ahead. Um, I'd be all about that. Another one that we haven't seen in a while. In fact, I think 
2014 was the last time that we saw this person uh, with their own game. So if they wanted to come back into the limelight, I would be very happy with that. That's Strider, hear you. Uh, 2014 Strider, the Metroidvania sort of reboot, remake, whatever you want to call it. Game was fantastic. Phenomenal. Um, I played the heck out of that, played it all the way to the end. Uh, one of my sleeper hits from 2014, and I would love to see something like that again, maybe a continuation of that, or perhaps a different sort of, maybe like a not open world, but like a Devil May Cry style action game for Strider. I think that would fit quite nicely um, with all of his like robotic uh, animal weaponry and that massive sword. And, and, you know, for an ultimate, he could grab an enemy and do Ragnarok. I'm, I'm all about that. Um, so <clears throat> to want to give Strider hear you another chance, they should. I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, <clears throat> gosh, excuse me. Also, um, Sort of in the same vein as we haven't seen it in a while, but it's been it's been around more recently than others. Uh, Dead Rising, uh, Dead Rising Four, I liked more than most. I think I feel like, uh, but I, that that is another one I wouldn't mind them going back to. I kind of like the inherently silly side of Dead Rising. Dead Rising for me was always at its best when it was leaning into the goofiness of its concept, being able to build weapons out of nothing. Um, and, you know, slaying thousands and thousands of zombies in a mall or in the uh, Fortune City, which was built on the ashes of Las Vegas in that world. Um, I always found the bosses interesting, too, the quote-unquote psychopaths who just were normal people that went crazy because of the zombie epidemic and turned into these, you know, jerks, basically. I always found that very fascinating um, and would like to see that again maybe uh, I don't know if you do a full reboot uh, if you could build on the ending of Dead Rising 4 which based on the DLC I don't think you'd be able to do um, not sure but that's another one uh, that if Capcom wanted to revisit that I would be open to seeing a uh, couple more here one of which I know it, this is a blind spot for me personally uh, dabbled in the first game didn't play the second game uh, but I know that it has a big cult following uh, and is definitely one that is worthy of, uh, for me, I would I would definitely give it a shot if they wanted to give it a uh, remake treatment maybe or, or a remaster treatment. And that's Beautiful Joe. Um, I know a lot of people love that game. I loved him in Marvel 3. I thought that was a really cool addition. Uh, but if they wanted to give that franchise, I think 1 and 2, a remaster of 1 and 2 in one package would be pretty cool. Uh, and you could use that to build heat for or build uh, to see what kind of um, response you might get to a sequel, to a brand new game. Uh, I, th that's a, I think that's a very worthy candidate, actually, um, now that I think about it. So I wouldn't actually be surprised if we saw that in the near future if they're really going to be digging into old franchises again. Um, they certainly seem to be firing on all cylinders, don't they, Capcom, right now? Everything they make, um, with very little exception, has been phenomenal. Resident Evil 4 remake and Street Fighter 6 just this year. Uh, Resident Evil Village in you know in recent past and other games that I know I'm forgetting. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 is in there. So now would be the time, I think, while they're you know so hot to resurrect some of these older franchises and see what kind of new spin they could put on it. Um, and Beautiful Joe, Beautiful Joe would be the put the remaster out first and then see where we go from there. Um, 
so yeah, give me some more Beautiful Joe. Uh, it would give me an excuse to play them. Like I said, a blind spot for me. I've never actually played them before. Uh, but I think if I had to pick one, oh man, there's so many. Like rival schools, I'd love to see again, but that's a that's a legal nightmare. Okami, I feel like deserves more than what it got because uh, it was such a great Zelda esque sort of game. Like an Okami, not not. I don't want it to usurp Breath of the Wild. That seems a little, you know. Uh, easy but like a like a open world sort of adventure in that vein with okami in that style would be phenomenal clover studios obviously closed now so that would it would it would need to be a different internal studio or licensed out elsewhere but i think i feel like amaterasu uh deserves a uh a resurgence okami den was good but that was the last game even so give me okami 2 that would be awesome and then finally um I think one that we were teased for a while, and then the guy that was teasing it left. Um, so many people may think this is dead, but Darkstalkers, I think it's time for Darkstalkers. And I would be okay with, some people not, may not agree with me on this one, but I would be okay with a moving away from the fighting game genre if it meant Darkstalkers could come back, right? Like, I would play a Darkstalkers side-scrolling beat-em-up. I would play a Darkstalkers... Um, 3D action game where you switch between a couple of different heroes and fight against like Dimitri or or Pyron or or you know Huitzel or whatever his name is. I'd be fine with that if it meant Darkstalkers came back. I would be open to it not being a fighting game because then you could introduce it to people in a different medium and then maybe make it a fighting game later on or put characters from it in other fighting games like Street Fighter um, or. Or if you brought Marvel vs. Capcom back, like I keep asking you to, you could put them in there. Um, it's just another way to introduce those characters again, see if you can get more of a following from them, and then maybe go back to fighting games. Because right now, Capcom, Street Fighter, they're a big fighting franchise, putting a lot of focus on that, as they should. Um, but if they were to bring back a crossover game or you know something like that, there are ways to get Darkstalkers back into the mainstream. Um, Granted, there are some hurdles to cross. There were some things about Darkstalkers that make them so popular that may not fly in the current age, like character designs specifically to come to mind. Um, but whatever it is, whatever they want to do to get Darkstalkers back into the uh, into the zeitgeist, I guess would be the word, um, I'd be perfectly fine with it because the franchise deserves it. It's a cult hit. It's got a great following. And um, yeah, so Darkstalkers would be my Number one choice, I think, even after everything I said there. Uh, well, no, sorry, number two. Marvel vs. Capcom's number one with a bullet. But number two, Darkstalkers, uh, for sure. But there are plenty other uh, Capcom franchises to choose from, some that I did not mention uh, here. Ghosts and Goblins recently had a resurrection but could, could stand for a new game. Um, uh, Lost Planet might be an interesting thing to return to. A lot of retro games are getting... Uh, you know, new and improved versions like Double, Dra Double Dragon Gaiden, uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. So perhaps a final fight in that vein would be cool. Streets of Rage 4 is also in that collection as well. Uh, but there's plenty of opportunity, I think, for Capcom to expand their portfolio by expanding on franchises they already own. If you have any thoughts of what you might like to see, hit me up at Big Man Finale on Twitter. Uh, I'm happy to hear your opinions or thoughts on that. Because um, I might have missed one. There might be a game that I completely forgot about in the uh, 
Capcom franchise or Capcom portfolio that you want to see again, whether it was a game you played as a kid or one that you'd just like to see them return to. I have a feeling that the Breath of Fire folks might come after me, but and again, that's another one. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what's up. We'll see what Capcom has on, on the pipeline right now. But like I said, right now they anything they seem to be making is uh, is pretty good to great. So um, let's see if they can continue that role, but with games that they haven't made in a while. I think I, that would be cool. Uh, but coming up after the break, we have two segments worth of figuring out what the heck the Mortal Kombat 1 roster is going to be, whether it's going to include your favorites, uh, if your favorites get stuck in a cameo, or if they're not in there at all. Again, as I warned at the beginning of this segment, mocap fans, don't get excited. I don't think this is your time. Stick around. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Welcome back to Cheese Steaks and Controllers, episode number 133. Just went over... The future of Capcom, possibly, thanks to the little teases in the shareholders meeting this week. Uh, obviously, they only talked about Mega Man, Onimusha, Shigo, Sengoku, Basara, and one other one that eludes me. Uh, but if the if the well is full for those franchises, I feel like it could possibly be full for the rest of their portfolio. So those that I mentioned earlier are the ones that I would like to see come back in the future. But now we're going to talk about Mortal Kombat. Let's get into Mortal Kombat 1, shall we? So we had some more news yesterday. Combat Cast came back after a huge hiatus. I don't think we've seen Combat Cast since, what, 2020? When Ultimate came out and those last three characters were the uh, was it Rambo, Molina, and Rain, I think, um, were the final three characters in Mortal Kombat 11, and they did full breakdowns for those. We have not seen Combat Cast since, which is pretty crazy to think about. So they went and they showed us some new uh, footage, brand new trailer, plus a breakdown of Scorpion of Johnny Cage. The new trailer showed off uh, Smoke and Rain as playable characters, as well as four new cameos in Cyrax, Sector, Frost, and Classic Scorpion. Uh, the entire trailer was uh, themed around the Lin Kuei, the uh, famous ninja fran uh, ninja faction in Mortal Kombat. Um, so very cool trailer, uh, very cool stuff, very gory. Uh, Smoke's fatality will make your jaw drop, uh, literally. And uh, I liked what I saw. I'm continuing to like what I see. I think the versatility of the cameos is going to be very, very cool. Uh, in fact, in the... There was a trailer that this, this was shown or in the breakdown, I'm not sure. But Classic Scorpion as a cameo uh, has one of the coolest utility moves I think I've seen yet from any of these cameos and that is he uses his spear to pull you back so like if you're if your opponent's closing in and about to go for a big move and you see it coming you can activate the cameo and and scorpion will basically help you dodge out of the way faster than you normally would and it's not like the the character has to pose first and then the spear comes in it's bang the spear is there and you're out of the way that i think could have a lot of implications for competitive mk1 
um, depending on how versatile the rest of his kit is. Uh, but with someone choosing Classic Scorpion as a cameo, you never know when that dodge is coming out. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, also, I love that Rain was turned into a mage. I think it's a great idea. Um, just to give a little more versatility to that character. The whole like water effects coming out of the ball, floating on top of the staff. Very, very cool. I've always had a soft spot for Rain since Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. I've always thought it was a really interesting character, a, a ninja that can control the weather uh, or you know just water in general. Um, so I'm excited to see how they build his kit out as well. But it got me thinking, uh, as many people do, uh, as to where the roster goes from here. So I went over to Tier Maker, uh, the great website if you want to rank things. Um, it's, you've seen it all over you know, the internet, all over YouTube. People use it all the time. And I decided to make a tier list of the known playable characters in uh, Mortal Kombat and where I think they're going to fall as far as MK1. Now I have five ranks here. So I technically have six on my image, but five ranks... Uh, are definite, likely, maybe, cameo at best, or straight up, nah. Uh, uh, the sixth one being the characters that are already confirmed for the playable roster. I wasn't going to spend a lot of time debating those because there they are. Uh, I'm going to break this discussion up into two sections. We're going to talk about my definites, likelies, and maybes first, and then we're going to get into the cameo at best or nah section uh, in the final segment. I will post this image um on twitter along with the link to the podcast so if you want to you know follow along you can check that out uh if you want to if, if i hope maybe the image even uh makes people want to listen to my logic in some of these which some of them obvious honestly my reasoning is just nah <laughs> so if the image makes people want to listen to see why i think the way i think this uh power to them welcome um feel free to debate me uh on the social media that you saw the image on happy to have that discussion always happy and, and if you can convince me that somebody that i have ranked lower here might be a little bit higher in the tier um go for it but uh i'm feeling pretty good about where i landed here so let's begin with the confirmed. The people we already know are on the roster. That is Raiden, Liu Kang, Katana, Shang Tsung as DLC, Kong Lao, Kenshi, Melina, Smoke, Rain, Sub-Zero, Scorpion, and Johnny Cage. All of them already in, not up for debate, no thank you. Um, I have three definites here. Could be four, but I have three definites that I landed on. And they are Sonya, because she's an OG, Kano, because he's an OG, and Reptile, because so many people have been asking for Reptile. I feel like Reptile is slowly filling in the Molina portion of the fan base's Where's Reptile, Where's Reptile, just like it was Where's Molina, Where's Molina from MK11. So I, I think Reptile does show up here uh, with the reformed universe aspect as Liu Kang, uh, by, by the fire god Liu Kang, as per the story. Um, I don't know that he will necessarily look like a ninja anymore i think he will definitely lean more into the reptilian aspects of his character thinking like not mk4 because that one was uh, particularly dumb but like kind of like how he looked what is it, deadly alliance where he looked like a lizard not so much a ninja like a humanoid uh lizard i think that's the approach that they'll take in the design even mkx to an extent as well um, but I think they'll lean even more into it uh, and just make him like a lizard man as opposed to a lizard ninja thing. But I do think Reptile 
is a definite. I really do. Just because the groundswell of community support is so high for this character um, after not seeing him forever. Um, or in, in, in the entirety of MK11, I should say. I think he makes a comeback here at MK12 on the main roster. Um, and I do think this is the launch roster, too. I don't think they'll save him for DLC. Uh, the argument can be made that, of course, they'll save him for DLC because people are going to purchase him. But um, oh, I, I, I don't think... I think we'll see Reptile uh, on September 19th or 14th, if you have early access, whatever it is, uh, when the game first launches. Now, moving into Likely, uh, first one is Ermac, uh, another one, very popular character that was not in MK11. This one... I, I, this one I only put likely instead of definite because I think you get into too many ninjas territory, which is always uh, a worry uh, when these Mortal Kombat games come out because there are so many ninjas. You don't want to overload the roster with ninja or ninja-based characters. That's been something that people have been complaining about since, like, Trilogy back on PS1. Um, and when I put Reptile and Ermac next to each other, uh, I feel like Reptile would get the top billing or would get billing over Ermac just because of the crowd swell uh, that I mentioned earlier. Not Nothing against Ermac. I, I actually like Ermac more than Reptile myself, but um, I just think if the, between the two of them, I feel like Reptile would have a, more, a better chance of getting in, so that's why I bumped Ermac down to likely and not to uh, definite as Reptile is. Next up is... This is another one that has a lot of people asking for her, and she has shown up uh, in different places, whether it be cutscenes of story modes or stuff like that. And I feel like maybe this is the time you bring her in. Uh, that's Serena, uh, black, half black, half white hair, uh, Mortal Kombat 4, I believe. And then I, she, was she in Deadly Alliance as well? I'm not entirely sure. Um, but this is a character that I feel like has another bit of a you know cult following cult backing or something like that that may push her into the uh main roster as like a you know here you go sort of thing now this is i think of the two reptile and serena i think serena is the more likely dlc candidate because i feel like this is one that you could get away with just making dlc so that the people who want her can purchase her whereas reptile i feel like is a more universal appeal and should be in the main roster but i do think serena can make the opening roster um just based on what i have here now i do want to point out too real quick that the way that the characters are listed in each section i did not put them in priority so I'm only talking about them in the order they're listed now, but like Serena is not more likely or isn't necessarily more likely in my opinion than the next person I'm going to mention. Um, and I'll explain why in a minute, but, uh, and if you're looking at the image, you know who it is, but, uh, I just, it's just the, the order that I picked them from the bottom as I was putting them in, uh, to each list. But Serena here, I see a lot of people asking about Serena and I have since MKX. Uh, so this is another one that I think, you know, if Boone is listening to, if Boone is trying to avoid the mistake of Molina, this is another one that might get in just based on that. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll see what he decides to do there. But I think Serena might have a potential uh, for this roster. The next one is Jax. And the only reason Jax is in likely is because I think he is an, not an OG, but he's an older one that doesn't have a place in the story yet. And I feel like he might be another candidate for DLC. Now that, 
I, I, this is the one I think I'm most wrong about. If I'm looking at this, this is the one I'm least confident in. I feel like I should have moved him up to definite because how this trailer was all about the Lin Kuei, the next trailer could very well be all about special forces and then there's Sonya and Jax in the playable roster and I'm a dum-dum. Um, I feel like I'm being, my mind is being colored by the fact that Jax was also a cameo, but it was classic Jax. And I put Sonya and Kano, who were also classic cameos, indefinite. But for some reason, Jax, I don't know what it is, but I don't know if he's 100% definite like the other two. I'm probably wrong here. Like I said, of all the ones in Likely, this is the one I'm most feeling wrong about. Uh, and if he shows up in the roster, then I should have just put him indefinite. Um, but I do think he's likely uh, either way. I don't think he's a no, and I don't think he's reserved to cameo only. Uh, but I would need I need to see if he's actually going to be in the available roster or not. Uh, Jax is actually a candidate for one of those characters where you see him in the story, but he's a DLC character, right? Um, they've done that a couple of times where they've put characters that were had parts in the storyline. Uh, end up becoming DLC later down the line. Uh, so he is one that I think might get in there uh, by virtue of um, his being an older legacy character, but he's also one that I could see being held for DLC. Not sure. Who knows? Uh, we'll see about it. And then the, la uh, the last two likelies are Havoc and Quan Chi. Both of these would be returning characters, one from MKX, the other from the Armageddon Deception Era, uh, I think we, we don't know who the villain is yet, right? We don't know who the uh, malevolent force is yet. I have a prediction that it's going to be Liu Kang himself. He's going to go drunk with power and turn on his heroes and, and you know, that sort of storyline. But I do think there needs to be an instigator, right? Um, I think Quan Chi is a good option because I could see in my head the logic of Liu Kang creating this new universe and not wanting anything to do with a Shao Kahn, so he leaves Shao Kahn by the wayside. Uh, Shang Tsung obviously was in the tr opening trailer. He's DLC, so we have one there. But maybe we go Deadly Alliance, right? Maybe we go Shang Tsung and Quan Chi are together again. That's where this story goes. You harken back to the PS2 era of Mortal Kombat, which seems to be happening elsewhere in this game too, as I mentioned before. So... That would be awesome, like a, a Shang Tsung Quan Chi as the bad guys, which then makes Liu Kang go mad with power and 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 uh, have to you know resort to nefarious ends to keep Earthrealm protected. I could see that being the storyline. Now, Havoc, Havoc is a wild card. He's another one that hasn't been around for a while. He's another one that people have been asking for, and he is part of the Chaos Realm. So maybe since Liu Kang is creating this orderly new universe, a Chaos. Uh, or a, a agent of chaos like Havoc would be the perfect person to be a foil for Liu Kang. Um, that's why I put him as likely, because we need villains, right? We need people uh, to be the bad guys. And so far, other than Cage being a jerk and Rain being like Lu Lin Kuei, we were waiting for you, if that was Rain. I don't even know if that was his voice or not. But like that tension there, we don't have like a big bad yet in any of these trailers. And so... A Shang Tsung Quan Chi alliance makes sense, as does an agent of chaos mucking up Liu Kang's new order. So either one of those makes sense to me, and that's why they're in likely. Uh, then we move to maybe, and there are some 
honestly, these are coin flips. Uh, as far as like reasoning is concerned, uh, I have them either because they were in the previous game and they you know need a break. They might come back as DLC, um, things like that. So Noob Saibot fits into that realm. Jade fits into that realm. Sindel fits into that realm. But I also think I could have bumped her to cameo at best because of how much people did not like her story arc. Um, the way that her story ended in MK11. I thought it was awesome to give her extra agency like that, but uh, some people were not fans, so I wonder if they cool off on Sindel for a game, possibly two, uh, but she could always come back as a cameo. Nightwolf, same thing. Um, I don't think anyone particularly like disliked him or his story. I just think he could cool off a little bit, uh, maybe come back later on in a different format. Uh, Scarlet is another one. Um, she was awesome in MK11, but I feel like that was her comeback story. She was in 9, didn't wasn't in 10, came back in 11, can cool off in 12, maybe DLC down the line, um, but then, you know, come right back uh, in 12 or something like that. Onaga the Dragon King. Now, I mentioned we needed a villain, and I mentioned that we, um, we needed a malevolent force. Uh... Onaga could be that, but I feel like that's getting ahead of ourselves, right? Um, I feel like that might be pushing the gauntlet just a little bit. Um, and I feel that maybe you wait on the Dragon King for another game or even like a story extension to this. Um, I just, I'm not, I'm not convinced that Onaga needs to be the big bad here yet. You might have one or two more uh, entries to get to him. Um, Fujin kind of falls into the same realm as uh, the previous characters, though I could see him coming back along with Raiden, how Raiden is like this young uh, character that can, you know, harness the power of electricity. I could see Fujin being a foil to him, but with the power of the wind, that could be fun. Um, I have Lee May in maybe here, just because, again, I think they're hearkening back to the PS2 era. And of all the characters in the PS2 era that I could have chosen from, Lee May is one that I think has a good shot. Um, I, she has featured recently, I believe, in the, I want to say the MKX or 11 storyline. She was in there somewhere, but just never made it into the game. Um, so I feel like she is one that could be uh, considered here. Um, if you're following along with the image, I'm skipping the next guy because I want to talk about him last. Natara, I have in maybe only because she's in the movie. She's in the most recent movie. Granted, she didn't last very long, but just her being in that movie, people might want to play as her. Potentially a DLC uh, candidate uh, down the line, but that is one I think might be a possibility just based on showing up in the movie. Yeah. Uh, Shujinko, who was the main character of the Mortal Kombat Conquest story from Deception, and that alone, I think, puts him in the maybe category, just because I personally am sentimental about that mode. I thought it was awesome. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun to play, and I would love to see that character come back in this new uh, era, uh, maybe a young Shujinko, not just the old guy. Uh, but if they want to go the old route and have him be the stereotypical old bearded monk, um, that'd be fine, too. Baraka. Baraka is one that I... He's the last one I put on this tier, on this on this list. He's the last one I put on this image because I could not, for the life of me, decide if I thought he would be good for main roster or not. The whole story behind Melina, which it sounds like they're treating 
her condition is like a curse or some sort of like something that she can pull herself out of maybe based on the dialogue in the first trailer. Um, I need to see more about that. If they're treating the Tarkatans as like, not going to say mutants, but like a race of, of genetically engineered uh, former humans, then I don't know where Baraka fits in there, right? Unless Baraka is the one who is spreading this and he's the first Tarkatan, which is possible. But that character has never been that savvy. He's always been more about brutality. So I don't know where he fits in this whole thing, which is why I have him as a maybe. I want to be wrong. It'd be cool if he was in. He's probably going to be a cameo. But right now, that's where I am with Baraka. Um, skipping this guy, too, if you're following along on the image. Uh, Devora, I just don't like Devora. I don't. She creeps me out, and I don't want to see her bugs, you know, killing people. It's gross. Um, I know she was considered, like, I don't know, controversial. I'm not controversial, but, like, people liked her, people didn't uh, in MK11. She was in, she debuted in MK10, came back in 11. Be fine with them cooling off on her for a game. Um, but I put her in maybe just because you never know. Uh, she could come back just because she's so unique. Um not many other bug characters on this list. But the last two, the ones that I skipped and I want to get back to are Raiko and Shao Kahn. Going back to the villain discussion, we need a villain, so I put these two in the maybe. But also, I put them here because I think you're going to get one or the other. And I think, because Netherrealm tends to be cheeky, I think they may go with Raiko and put him in Shao Kahn's position. Right? And I say that because when Raiko first debuted in Mortal Kombat 4, uh, there were persistent rumors that he was Shao Kahn, or he was a rebirthed version of Shao Kahn, because his ending in uh, the console version of MK4, I think it was N64 or PlayStation 1, um, expanded on his arcade endings. So, so first, MK4's ending is notoriously terrible. Um, Raiko's in the arcade was just him going through a portal. He's like, he wins, he goes through a portal, peace. That's it. But in MK4 on consoles, the ending turned into him showing up in Shao Kahn's throne room and putting the helmet on. So people thought, oh, he's the second coming of Shao Kahn, or he is Shao Kahn in disguise. All these rumors started flying, right? Um, Eventually, it had to be, you know, deconfirmed, but then people still didn't believe it. <laughs> there was a moment in the aforementioned conquest mode where Raiko straight out says, I just like wearing Shao Kahn's helmet. It was like a cheeky little reference. And then in Armageddon, they were separate characters, so that kind of uh, removed all doubt, let's say. So here, you have the opportunity to create Raiko and put him in Shao Kahn's position and, like, get rid of Shao Kahn for a little while or even have Shao Kahn like, rise up against Raiko, I think that would be awesome. So that's why they're both in maybe. But if I had to lean one way or the other, I would lean Raiko, just to give Shao Kahn some time off. Um, I think that would be a very interesting way to approach this. It would be a way that harkens back to the history of the franchise, pokes a little fun at itself, but also puts Raiko in the place that people thought he was in to begin with, back when Mortal Kombat 4 first came out, when that whole you know theory, controversy, whatever you want to call it, was happening. So there you go. That's the list of confirms, definites, likelies, and maybes. Um, in the next segment, I'm going to take a little break here. And in the final segment, we'll talk about my cameo at best and my straight up nah uh, por uh, por 
portions of the list before we call it an episode. Stick around for more Mortal Kombat. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back greatness. All right, welcome back to Cheese Sticks and Controllers, episode number 133. Breaking down the Mortal Kombat 1 prediction uh, tier thing. Uh, image that I posted on Twitter along with this uh, episode so you can hear my reasoning as to why certain characters might fit in certain places um, we talked about my you know the ones that I'm most confident or maybe confident in making the playable roster now we're going to get into the characters that are either going to be cameos at best or just straight up not in the game at all which you know kind of sucks uh, there's a lot of characters here that I kind of went back and forth on uh, but honestly um, where I landed here, I'm pretty confident uh, in what's going to happen here. But I, there is one thing I do need to address before we move on here that may that will affect at least one person down here. Um, the DLC leak. So there was a leak of potential DLC characters um, by Amazon Italy that was covered uh, by multiple outlets all around. And two of the names we've already addressed with a third one coming up in this segment, um, plus three uh, guest characters, and guest characters is a whole other ball of wax. Um, that, uh, yeah, I, it's that that one's gonna be. It's gonna take a while to get through. Um, so the DLC playable characters that were leaked by Amazon Italy: uh, Quan Chi, Ermac, and Takeda. Omni Man, Peacemaker, and Homelander are there as well. But like I said, guest characters. That's a whole other episode. Um, Quan Chi, I said, maybe a Deadly Alliance thing going on. If they're both DLC, uh, one is the pre-order bonus. The other one is is pack one. That could definitely be a part of the story. That would be awesome. Ermac, uh, as I mentioned, uh, I did think Reptile would get the tip over Ermac, but Ermac being in combat pack one tells me that maybe Reptile is in the main roster, so I might be on to something there. And then Takeda, who I grouped in with the rest of the combat kids the cassie cages jackie briggs kung jin and takeda as not coming in at all because in this remade universe the kids wouldn't exist so with takeda being in the game uh maybe i'm wrong about that haha <laughs> so um little spoiler when we get to the nah section which is where i'm going to start right now but also too uh there were some uh other cameo fighters that were listed in combat uh, combat pack one we're going to talk about those in a second. So as far as the nah is concerned, the characters I don't think are coming back. Uh, Collector, Cetrion, and Chronica. Uh, Chronica is, you know, dead. It's the whole reason we're in the storyline where it is. I would I would be I don't think she's coming back. Um, Cetrion was an old elder god, not a new elder god, so it makes sense uh, that she wouldn't come back. And Collector just sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Collector is a very weird character. And I don't want to see uh, them back. So, sorry, Collector. Peace out. I know some folks like to play with you, but I wasn't one of them, and I don't want to see you in the game anymore. Pure personal preference. Get out. Um, meat. Nah. Would be a funny cameo, but nah. I don't want to see Meat. 
Uh, Blaze kind of in the same vein as Onaga, but I don't... If, if they were going to bring Blaze back, I would want it to be less Armageddon Big Bad and more... Uh, was it MK4 secret character? But then again, it's just another ninja, and a fire ninja already exists. His name is Scorpion, so we don't need that. Uh, Zhu Hao, no. Uh, we saw his severed head uh, at the end, in a Mortal Kombat 11, um, was it Aaron Black uh, intro? Again, new universe. He could come back in a different way, but I just don't see that happening. Uh, same with Cobra. Cobra was basically made to make fun of the Street Fighter characters. I think he is going to be, unless he's completely redesigned, I think he's going to be a um, a visage of a bygone era, even a PS2 era, which, as I mentioned multiple times, is being uh, referenced a couple of times in MK1. I just don't see him making the jump. Uh, Taven and Dagon, unlike Shujinko, who people like myself have a soft spot for, uh, because of his role in Deception, uh, I feel I do not feel the same for Taven and Dagon, the Armageddon storyline uh, protagonist and antagonist. So uh, get out, uh, Darius. Just boring. Not a fan of Darius. Uh, don't like him. So uh, he can stay out. Maybe a cameo for Darius, but I have him in Nah here. Uh, Draman with the the club might be an interesting cameo, but honestly, I don't even want to see him in that regard. Uh, mocap again maybe but no i don't i don't think we see mocap at all i think that's a level of silliness that we're not going to go back to um anytime soon cyber smoke i have in there only because the you know human smoke is in the roster could we see him appear with cyrax and sectors cameos yeah sure maybe but um i just don't see that happening Chameleon, uh, both versions, male and female, although I think the female's name is different and I just can't remember it at the moment. Um, I put them in nah, uh, but Chameleon is listed as one of the five Combat Pack 1 cameo fighters from that leak, so that one might come back to bite me in the backside. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but uh, I just didn't think... I, I feel like even as cameo fighters, they're basically, you know, living random selections like Mokujin and Tekken uh or Eleven in Street Fighter Five, right? That doesn't make any sense to me. Um if I if I wanted to pick random, I'd pick random. I don't need a character to do that for me. Uh although Chameleon did sort of mix that up by just having all of their moves. So I don't know. Maybe maybe Chameleon would make sense as a as a character, but I don't I don't think it's gonna happen in this one. Uh Takeda, Kung Jin, Jackie Briggs and uh uh uh, Cassie Cage, like I said, did not think they'd be coming back because I didn't think the combat kids would exist since this is a newer universe and we're kind of going back to basics here. Uh, but with Takeda being in the link, uh, in the leak, could be wrong about that. I still don't see it happening. And I also don't think they would be cameos for the same reason. Uh, Dairo from Deception. I didn't remember that guy's name. I had to look him up. So no, see you later. Um, Jarek is another one. Jarek is basically most... Uh, famous for that horrible Mortal Kombat 4 ending, one of the worst Mortal Kombat endings of all time. Um, I would be okay with him them bringing him back, but only to recreate that scene in the story mode and then never see him again. I don't want him in the... He's, he's just boring. He's just boring. I don't want any parts of him. Uh, and Kai, Kai I was on the fence about, but he's another one where I didn't remember his name. I had to look him up. And that I don't think bodes well for Mr. Kai. Um, would be a fun, you know, reference in a cameo or something like that. Maybe a, a appearance in the story mode where they don't actually become part of the main roster. But I don't, I just don't see a future for Kai either. 
Um, and then cameo at best. These are characters that I think are worthy of cameos, but I don't know that they're going to end up being there. Uh, Cabal, I just... Cabal could maybe bump up into the maybe section, but he was just at MK11. Um, it would depend on how deep they're going to go into the black or red dragon like sort of factions. Uh, I just don't see that happening. Same with Aaron Black. I feel like Aaron Black was a menace in MK10 and 11, and they may cool off on him for a little while. Be a great cameo. Be, he's, an, he's an awesome like zoner cameo sort of uh, character, but I just don't see anything more than that. Uh, I have Ferra Tour as cameo at best, which is interesting because Ferra is listed in the link and the leak as well as a cameo fighter, which would make sense. Uh, Ferra Tour, for those who don't remember, was MKX. It was a little kid on top of a big hulking, like mutated sort of uh, person. Ferra was the, the the kid, so if Ferra is like grown up a little bit uh, and her own character, that would be interesting. Uh, Goro. I have I, I kind of link Goro, Kintaro, and Motaro all in the same sort of uh, probably cameos. We've already seen Goro, Kintaro, and Motaro fit into that as well. Um, Shinnok also slightly into that, but I would also lean more towards Shinnok as a no. I put him in cameo, but it, but I, it makes sense for him to be a no as well, just because he's a big bad. We need new big bads. He was a big bad in MK10, but uh, MKX, excuse me, but. Goro Kintaro and Motaro, classic uh, mid-bosses, uh, would make for great cameos. Like I said, Goro's already there. Kintaro can just be a more powerful or a faster version of Goro. And Motaro, definitely unique in being a centaur, could take up a bunch of the screen and create like big openings for a character. That would be cool to see. Uh, Moloch I have here as a cameo, just because I had a choice between Moloch and Draman in my head. And I think Moloch is a more interesting character. Draman is just weird. Uh, with the club, but this guy's got the wrecking ball, so he's got some distance to him. Uh, could be an interesting uh, cameo there. Shiva, Shiva, I had a problem. I, I was in between maybe and uh, cameo at best as well. Um, could possibly make a sneaky entrance into the main roster at some point, but I do think she's better suited as a cameo um, with the rest of her full-armed Shokan brethren. Um Again, would not be surprised if one of them makes the main roster, but I think it'll... If I had to pick one of the three to make the main roster, it would be Kintaro, because he's the most recent... He's the one that hasn't been... Like, Goro was in MKX, Shiva was in Eleven, so technically it's Kintaro's turn. Uh, but I do think all three of them went up as being cameos. Mavado from Deception, uh, another one that was in the leak uh, for cameo fighters, have him here, uh, makes the most sense to me. Cyrax and Sector, I don't think, are going any more than cameos. We've seen them confirmed as cameos. I don't think it goes any further than that for them. Um, Ashra, which is another PS2 throwback. These are the kinds of characters that you can call back to without using a quote-unquote roster spot for them. Um, so I'm cool with Ashra. Also, Kira kind of fits in that regard as well. Hotaru later down the list uh, as well. Tremor. Um, Tremor is just a victim of too many ninjas also in the Cameo Fighters leak, so I kind of am happy with what I came up with there. Uh, Bo Raicho, I would love the idea of a younger Bo Raicho in the main roster, but I just don't see it happening. He's kind of built his reputation on being gross, um, particularly in uh, Deception, where he lit a fart on fire as a fatality. Um, MKX didn't lean, didn't lean into that as much, but... Um, I feel like if they wanted a silly cameo, Bo Raicho would be a good uh, candidate for that. 
uh, Hotaru, who some people might not even remember from Mortal Kombat Deception. I have him as a cameo as best at best as well. Tanya from MK4 and MK9, or MKX? Is she in MKX? Yeah, she's MKX. Um, is another one that I think could fit into cameo as well. Uh, Kotal Khan and Garrus. These are the two that I, ha- I put in last into this section um, because I feel like Garrus is either a cameo or a no because the same way Kronika is dead and not coming back. I feel like Garrus kind of falls into that, being her right-hand man. Um, would make an interesting cameo, just to harken back to MK11 in some form, or the characters that debuted in MK11 in some form. But um, honestly, I don't know that it'll be any more than that, and I'm kind of leaning more no. Uh, as for Kotal Khan, Kotal Khan was one of the most powerful characters by the end of MK11, and I wouldn't be surprised if they want to cool off on him. But his you know, sun buffs... And his big saw sword would make for great cameo moves. So I couldn't put him as a no. So I put him in cameo. I don't think he's going to make the main roster. I think he's DLC at best. Um, but I do, I do, or I'm sorry, DLC or cameo at best. Um, I just don't like his chances this time around. So we already have 12 on the main roster. Based on this, if all of the definite and likely characters that aren't in DLC, Right, So if I take Ermac and Quan Chi out of likely, because they're going to be DLC according to this leak, um, that means we have 18, so 12 in the confirmed, 3 in definite, 3 in likely, and then let's say 3 or 4 from maybe, that's a solid 22 character roster to kick things off. Um, I don't know what their plans are, obviously. They have not announced or released any... Um, numbers as of yet but this is where i'm sitting right now again i will share this tier maker picture with the podcast when it goes up so that you can yell at me or tell me i'm wrong or tell me where you think people fit um might have to do this again with uh guest characters seems like this time we're going to be leaning into uh superheroes or at least superheroes that are anti-heroes since omni-man peacemaker and homelander are the in are in the leak so that might be something we have to consider in the future as well but for now i think we're good so that is my analysis of mortal Kombat's roster where it is now where it could possibly go uh again hit me up on twitter at big man finale if you agree with or disagree uh happy to have that debate as long as it is friendly and lively let's not insult each other for you know let's, let's not be jerks just it, as uh, one of the U- wrestling YouTube channels I like to watch says, like what you like, don't be a dick. Uh, and with that, we are at the end of episode 133 of Cheese Steaks and Controllers, presented as always by Fox PHL The Gambler, 102.5 FM, 1480 AM, Philadelphia, and iHeartRadio. Uh, if you are listening to these words, as I say every week, that means you have reached the end of the show, and I appreciate you for doing so. It means a lot that you sit here and listen to me in the background rant about video games for a while, um, and I really, I really, it really does mean a lot. Uh, that you are here listening to me and this episode. Looking forward to more coming up in the next couple of months. Got a lot of games coming out that we can talk about. Got a couple of things in the pipeline for August that are really, really big. Got a couple of interviews coming up later in July that I'm excited about as well. Um, Two big-time releases uh, we're going to have some folks on here talking about, and I am super excited for that. But also, as I say every week, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. I hope you have an even better week right behind it. And we'll be back next week with more of the latest and greatest in video games 
here on Cheesesteaks and Controllers. Bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.